Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi guys, Alex here. Just a final reminder that myself, Bryn, Ben and Lydia are appearing in Grant Howitt's Dr. Magnet Hands panel at this year's Nine Worlds convention in London on Friday the 12th of August at 8.30pm. Even better, our community manager Anil will be performing in a Bifrost cabaret, and Jonathan Sims of the Magnus Archives will also be appearing in his alter ego as lead of the Mechanisms Band. For anyone interested in attending, tickets and details are all available at the website nineworlds.com. Thanks guys, we look forward to meeting a bunch of you, and we hope you enjoy today's episode.
and welcome to episode 45 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and everyone's here! Yay! What are your names? James Ross. Say it again, I just like hearing it. James Ross. Yay! One more time. James Ross. Yay! With? Oh, ben, ben Meredith. Because you're here too. I am here too, Ben One Meredith. Meredith. Yay! Bryn Monroe. Yay! Lydia Nicholas. The only person who was here the whole time. Yay! Yay! So, everyone's, everyone's back together. Not in the best of shape. When you say everyone's back together, like... All of the bits are here, just not necessarily in the right order. Yeah. And who are you playing? Sir Bertrand, hero of the hour, MacGuffin. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm still unconscious. Could be anyone. <laughs> I, I don't know whose brain is in that body on that mm. table, Alex. Oh. It's Hitler's shark brain. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you guys and just skipping right to the good bit? Yeah. <laughs> Sasha Rackett, uh, presumably mostly Sasha Rackett, at least the outsides. <laughs> Uh, Zolf, any port in an arm? Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't listened to the previous episode before this no one, sense. you <laughs> really should. Like, to be, to be honest, it's not going to make a lot of sense skipping ahead anyway, but yeah. especially those last ones. So, I mean, yeah. I'm heavy on pop culture references, but the pop culture is entirely me. So, <laughs> so in big broad strokes, Paris. Yeah. yeah. Investigating. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Lab. Underground. Oh, okay. Lab. Okay. Yeah. And the last thing that happened, Zolf managed to put Sasha back together again. And I think as far as Sasha's concerned, there was never anything wrong in the first place. We're all fine. I mean, like, my pulse is a bit strange. Seems to be a bit out of sync. It's funny that you say that. We'll return to that as a thing a oh bit God. later. Okay. Oh, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fully respect his craft. <laughs> Calm. So the last thing that happened is Sasha effectively woke up. Mm-hmm. A big, scary, metallic man was coming. Mm. And it was Bertie. And then he instantly Bertie stood me. in the doorway, yep. Hammond still unconscious, and the two of you are looking at him standing in the doorway as he's made a tasteless joke as a way of saying hello. Yep. Yep. Sasha's lying down and peering up through an eyebrow, so she's seeing all of this like over the top of her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Looking, looking up from a prone position. Go for it. Hello, young lady. Sleeping well, are we? Shut the eye. <laughs> Jonesy's not real. So the hero of the hour has arrived. You must all be delighted to see me. I know I would be in your position. Uh, Mr. Smith, you are, yes, shorter than I remember you. Who are you? I am Sir Bertrand, hero of the hour, MacGuffingham. And you, Mr. Smith, are Zolf, short nautical minute Smith. No, because we're in a lab. And if you'd actually done your research, you would know that Bertie wouldn't probably even know what a lab was. So well then, how would, the act. how would I know that this was a lab if I was me and you'd ask me whether this was a lab or not? Ha! Quadrat demonstrandum, Mr. Smith. It would appear <laughs> you're as short on sense as you are on legs. Uh, so. Sasha does mumble. Does sound, that does sound like it. It's definitely a good act. <laughs> Young lady, it is a pleasure and a delight to see you once again. Have you seen Hammond anywhere? Oh, wait a minute. Bertie, Brutal doesn't care where you are. Um, it's just a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you back, Bertie. Good to have you back. Well, you still owe me money. Now, where is Hammond? <laughs> Hammond is over there. Bertie turns to look at Hamid. What condition uh, is Hamid in? And Sasha's going to sit up and look over as well. Okay. I'd also like to know, uh, are these guys wearing their armour? Did they have their... Yes. Are we in any clothes at all? So... Were we lying naked on these tables? So, all of you are in the clothes that you were wearing the last thing that you remember. With a bit more context, however, Zolf 
you are obviously you were just wearing effectively shirt, no armor or anything like that. For Sasha, yeah. your magical leather armor yep. is beside the table, but everything else is exactly the same. It's just there was a clean sort of cut to reach through to the body beneath. A, a classic autopsy cut. Yeah. And it's the same on Hamid's clothing. So his, his magical sleeves are placed just beside the bed. There's been a, a cut through the shirt to expose the chest beneath. And for Hamid specifically, his arm where there was uh, that spiral scar, the spiral has been opened. It doesn't look like it's infected or anything like that. It looks like it's been opened but could quite easily be healed by um, Zolf or someone similar. Sure. And he's, been, he's had the cut in his clothes in the autopsy section. So he has had no cuts on his body whatsoever, but the shirt has been cut as if to begin the process of whatever. Am I wearing both my rings? I've got two magical ring on each hand. Your rings haven't been removed. Okay. going to go put the leather jacket and sure. stuff on before coming over to join you all. Right. How many um, are you awake? Mostly strides over to Hamid. Hamid! Hamid! Wait, 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 wait. I'll put his arm back first. I'm going to convert Divine Favour into a level one a Cure Light Wounds. Or just a Cure Light Wounds. That was rubbish, um, and that is four hit points. Four? Yeah. You are conscious, but at the very bottom minimum level. So I'm on one hit point. You are on one hit point. But again, like Sasha, you don't feel atrocious. However, his arm is sealed up, and it, se- it appears to have been sealed completely fine again. Okay. It was very easy, but there was no complications. He looks in, he looks in good condition He now. looks in good condition. Okay. Sasha. Putting on my leather jacket? As you're putting on your leather jacket, mm-hmm. you do actually feel like you're palpitating. Well, I'm feeling something so soft. You, <laughs> <laughs> palpitating. You, oh, right. you, you feel like your heartbeat is irregular, ah. and you're shaking a little bit. You don't feel like you're going to collapse. It's not dizzy like that, mm-hmm. but you just... You feel like you've had about 50 cups of coffee. Right. It's quite peculiar. Again, you're still tired. It's, it's as if you've pulled an all-nighter and were fueled entirely by coffee. Right. Twice. Yep. She just puts on another jacket and puts her hands in her pockets, which, whilst people might not notice, uh, is something that she will never have done before. Mm-hmm. It's a way of making your hands not ready to grasp things. Yeah, what's with that? But, uh, you know, the hands are going to be just, uh, you know, sitting, sitting in their pockets. As I know, everything that was in your pockets and the bandoliers and everything, mm-hmm. it's all there. No one's removed any of it. Count, oh, she counts the daggers. So I think I'm now on 13 daggers. Basically, yeah. And anything you had when you went into yeah. the water is still there. Nothing appears to have been lost. What, what happened? Am I dead? Are you all dead too? Demonstrably not. Well, you? Although I have been mistaken for the face of an angel, you are not dead, um, Hamid. Bertie, actually, where on earth are we? It's good to see you, Bertie. It's good to see you too, and Hamid. what are you doing here? And what are we doing here? And what the hell is going on with everything pointing at the sockets in my legs. I was in the Alps and I was hunting for the lost tomb of Hannibal. Skip to the end. I succeeded. It was brilliant. Oh, well done. (laughs) That's quite a thing. (laughs) Congratulations. Claps all round. Why? You'll have to tell me the whole story, but later maybe. I will. I found the circuit of command. (gasps) Amazing. Sorry. Fabulous. Time and place. I got distracted. So I sent him back to Trinity. No. Um, Yes. Finish. Legs. Sockets. Yes. Sorry. Her organs weren't in her body when what? I found her. What? What? I put them all back in the spot. Yes, what? exactly. What? What? But you put them back in the right place, right? You put them back. Hands come out of the pocket. Like <laughs> feeling. I don't really know where organs are supposed to go. Well, I've sliced a lot of people up. So yes, <laughs> right. I had to put them back just in. Sort of, so it's like just sort of. 
pat patting different bits so of So you know the important bits, but you don't know why, why they're important. Why is my kidney? Yes, all right, because I woke up in that tank with a thing down my throat, and I had to climb out, and I don't have any legs anymore, and they put socks in my leg, and I've been trying to keep really calm for a very long time because I can't walk anymore, and right now, I'm really in under my tether. So if you wouldn't mind concentrating and telling me where we are, that would be really nice. Wake Thank you. you. What up, does a kidney wake, even feel like? Waking up legless and I'll tell you later. Sounds like a pretty good night out to me, but there you go. Bertie, not in the mood, please. Well, so, uh, turns out that Oscar Wilde is our contact with the meritocrats, which is an awful nuisance because it means that oh, we need to wait until we finish this mission before I fillet him like a chicken and then press him onto a grill like a chicken and then discard bits of him like a chicken. <laughs> And then battery farm him like a chicken. So, so where are we? Do you want more Oscar Wilde? And how did you find us? <laughs> We're deep underground. Beyond that, I can't tell you very much. I was sent a message by Mr. Wilde uh, to head in this direction. I was escorted uh, by, uh, from uh, Notre Dame under the surface, accompanied by a series of remarkably dim paladins. Dave and Steve are outside. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Steve. <laughs> Steve. Dave and Steve. It's, he said it, so it's true. It's true. true. Probably it's D David and Stefan. Yeah, but he's no. Well, he's <laughs> Dave and Steve. I'm going to size it because he's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they're outside uh, trying to learn how to count fingers. It's hilarious. But throughout this complex, it appears to be completely uninhabited. Hmm? Well, yeah. someone must have done this to us. I can't. Are you okay, Sasha? I don't know what a kidney feels like, and I don't know if I've got enough. Yes, <laughs> you do. I can personally attest Are to you... all of your organs being in the right place. Dolph, you've lost your other leg! Yes. Thank you for that, Hamid. I'm so sorry! Yes. Why did you do it? <laughs> oh, that's a statement of regret, not an apology. For, for listeners, so the face practice. that is etched onto Hamid slash Bryn's face at this point. Bertie, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. How's your arm? Your arm is functioning perfectly. Oh. No problems. In fact, the only reference to the fact that there's been anything at all, there is still the spiral scar. You notice that the skin at the exact edges of all of the spiral scar has a certain metallic quality to it. It's almost like there was an inflammation, but shiny. But beyond that, yeah, your hand seems completely functional. Oh, oh, oh. I'm pat, pat it thoroughly. Yes, yes, it seems okay. Oh, Zolf, I'm so sorry. I rush over to Zolf and hug him and cry into his strong, manly shoulders. <laughs> okay, yeah, just not on the side. Just, <laughs> right, yeah. Come now, Hamid, stiff up him. Everything's going to be fine. I've had enough of my... No, no point crying over spilt limbs. Yeah. Do the rest of us have ports in bits of us as well? No. Oh, it's only, only Zolf. Aren't I lucky? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Right, so, should we get out? Um, yes, I'll just, oh dear. Uh, do you want to cast your uh, disc thing and push you along until we find you some peg legs? We'll get you better legs. We'll get you some proper, some really good ones this time, Zolf. Oh. Right. Well, I've got a papoose with a vacancy. You can cast your, cast your disc. Die. I haven't worked well. this hard to bring you all back together to have <laughs> one of you die as a result. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hammond goes over to his stuff, mm -hmm. uh, casts prestidigitation, neatens himself up, realizes eyeliner uh, <laughs> from where he cried it all over his face. 
I'm mine. Oh no, you mean I cried my eye? Yeah, onto my onto my cheek. Right. Yes. You were finally the same height as me. Out of character joke. Out of character. Hamid feels awful. Trauma, guys. Trauma. I cast presentation, pretty myself up again, and slip my sleeves back on, and I'm wearing. Uh, my normal clothes, but in much more muted colours and patterns than normal. <laughs> Everything is as it should be. So we can have you move by your magic, right? I'm so just cast your disc and we'll get out of it. I'm going to look around for a stick or some crutches. So you do see, which was if hidden behind some, some of more of the machinery that was plugged into all of you, basically. There appears to be some kind of um, lockers or something similar. They they look appropriate. It's, it's not like something extra was placed in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, let's have a look in there. I'd rather not... We, should, out. we well, should search the whole place. Yeah, right, we should tear it apart and look for anything yeah. useful. On, on our way in, we've gone we... through several levels, and the place appears to be uninhabited as far as we can tell. Uh, granted, Dave and Steve would not be the brightest, uh, most perceptive uh, people. I don't know how I'm supposed to put up with somebody who sees so little and says so many stupid things. <laughs> Really is quite draining, you know. It's really quite, quite wearing. Yeah. So you're saying that you didn't notice anyone. So basically, it's a thrumming hive of activity out there. <laughs> I, I make eye contact with Zolf and try really hard not to sigh. I just raise an eyebrow and shake my head. <laughs> Considering the fact that there are at least in, this room was inhabited by at least four people, not including yourself, because somebody did have to do the whole tank arm, mm-hmm. whole torso thing. Unless that so, was you, Bay. No, no, I've, I've been busy. Good. Right, so my, my organs probably are likely to be in the right place then. Yeah, they were. They were all there, okay? You they were all there. I did. How one long is one. my intestine? As long as a normal intestine? For, a, for as just a little metagame note, Zolf, I'll tell you because you're the only one that will know and appreciate this. You did an amazing job putting Sasha back together and they will never know, but real masterful work. Oh, no. You'll know. <laughs> let's, let's search this room. Yes. Yes, we have time. As I say, Dave and Steve are outside. Have you shown them your uh, look at my finger trick, which you use to calm down? Yes, I, it's basic object permanence is the first lesson. They <laughs> seem to be grasping it. Yes. The Apollo lot. So, like so should we say that you searched the room? Yeah. 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 Um, I would say either you each search for different things and you give me separate roles or you give me one role and all of you aid one person. I it's just a general. I sit down and say, mm-hmm. find me some crutches or a walking stick. Mm-hmm. I look for things that could be crutches or a walking stick. Okay. Anyone else searching for anything? Bertie's looking for anything that looks expensive or fun okay. or dangerous. Okay. I'm looking, I'm looking for clues as to who or what the thing that did this to us might be. Clues! Okay, all of you give me your roles respectively. Obviously, Zolf, maybe not you yep. occupied. Are we modifying these at all? You will be giving these, they are a perception check. 24. Huh. 24 for Sasha, so. Uh, 22. 6. So, Sasha, going round. <laughs> nothing here is dangerous at oh. all. In fact, there's nothing alive here. It's Why the, am I talking? It's the Bertie Classic model. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sasha, searching around, obviously, you beeline for lockers. Mm. Cupboards where people place things probably have things in them. Mm. So, the first one that you open contain large amounts of surgical equipment. Mm. However, it doesn't appear to have been used recently or anything like that. So it's all very carefully itemised and so on. In the other locker, you see a pair of mechanical legs. Yay! They appear in a good condition. However, they also look incredibly complex. As in, 
I know that Sasha's into her mechanisms. Yeah, I appreciate it. This is proper field day mechanisms. Uh, yeah, okay, so what she might do is look at them mm -hmm. and enjoy the complexity and be appraising them. Go for it. For a while before maybe telling Give me the appraise she's check. Found them. Fourteen plus eight, because I know where to put my skills. Appraising <laughs> is important. So twenty-two. Twenty-two. So with twenty-two, mm -hmm. this isn't your area of expertise because it's quite niche. Mm. But nonetheless, there's a good chance that each of them probably worth more than about twenty thousand. They are like real top of the line, astonishing. You're not aware that people have been doing work this good. This isn't just like you've heard of clockwork mechanisms where you know you sort of wind them up and you know they're good for a while. I mean, are there other mechanical limbs around, or does it seem like it was really <laughs> lucky that we fell into the exact lab where they were looking for someone with two mis and also are they at the right joint? So are they like full legs? Oh god, I've had like three knees. Because as it is, if all you really need is a mechanical ankle and then a socket. So they look fit for a dwarf. I mean, you can argue they may have been intended because they put the sockets in my leg, so they're probably going to yeah, do that later. Yeah, maybe they made them. Yeah. And there appears also to be a left arm, ah, right. which also appears fit for a dwarf. However, hmm. it is unusual. It doesn't have a normal hand on the other end of it. The configuration is very different. It looks like... It looks like it's capable of like holding things and manipulating things, but it looks like someone went, hmm, you know what's better than one opposable thumb? Four opposable thumbs and no fingers. Yeah. So it's quite alien in its design. Hamid, searching around for just the generic clues, <laughs> you find very little of interest, to be honest. You do see that the room is kept in mint condition, clean. There don't appear to be anything like footprints, clothing for anyone nearby. What you do notice, though, is as you're looking around, is you start examining the items in the ceiling a bit mm -hmm. more, and you start noticing that there appear to be mechanical, but not replicating organic, limbs in the ceiling. In fact, it looks like they would be capable of reaching down and then back up. Right. And you notice, once you start examining a bit more, that they seem to have a wide array of equipment, both surgical and things that, frankly, you, you don't have the expertise to recognise. Yeah. So for uh, reference, we think it like car factory style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to cast detect magic as well while I go. Go for it. Just so I don't have to roll to cast yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People. <laughs> Two hands. Two working arms. Yeah. So looking around, there's nothing on the ground level, but looking up at the equipment, you see there's equal parts divine magic and necromantic magic. It doesn't sure. appear to be. It, it's it's very complex. So some bits are necromantic, some bits yeah. are divine. However unusual for those two schools which tend to oppose they seem to be coherently holding together uh, that's not that unusual i mean if it's evil divine power it goes quite well with necromantic <laughs> but yeah effectively it's it appears to be a combination of the two yeah yeah and what did bertie uh, find, what did bertie, find? <laughs> uh, bertie on a six on a six <laughs> looking for stuff that is worth a lot you found a penny <laughs> <laughs> you find digging around you get really 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 bored because there's nothing here. Eventually, you just open arbitrarily a box that you find attached to a wall. A bunch of surgical equipment come out. You recognize, from previous experience, an adamantine scalpel. So it's a scalpel with an adamantine blade head. That's the most <laughs> interesting thing that you find in the whole lot. Yay, cutlery. Takes it. <laughs> adamantine's worth quite a lot. Okay. That's probably, that's probably All right. still a thousand gold pieces. Cool. <laughs> so that. Something stupid On like that. six. 
I because uh, you've had that looking. Yeah, yeah. you found like fifty thousand mm-hmm. worth of mechanical yeah. things. Yeah, and and the arm which I might sell. Got a crutch. Oh, so, so yeah, and so I. How heavy are they? They are heavy, but not too heavy for you to I, lift at all. I'm just like, I think you might like this, and I what? waggle them above my head, so their feet flop everywhere. Uh, look, to your practice eyes, look what I got. They look very bespoke for you. What? Why? What? Yeah, like there's a whole load of limbs over there. Right. Uh, there's what well, I say a whole load. There's just these, really. There's lots so, more on the ceiling. Oh my gosh! I mean, they're not human limbs. Oh, that's all right. Anyone want an upgrade? Oh, that one with all the delicate long fingers. That'd be proper good for you. Wait a minute. Like, Bertie like, reaches up and shakes the hand of the delicate long. It's too high for you to reach uh. unless you stood on a table. And there is a table. <laughs> Would Bertie you like stands... to attack the table? Bertie's... Oh. Oh. Bertie stands on the table and I lift it. the lever to see if it goes any higher. It does. <laughs> Hello! Yes, very friendly terms. Barton McGuffigan, delighted to meet your acquaintance. One of them moves, Ah. it then angles itself towards Bertie. What looks like some kind of mechanical lens or something rotates, and it just holds what seemingly is eye contact with Bertie for a moment. Uh, Bertie grabs it with his left hand. Mm -hmm. You're holding it. You're holding it? It didn't try to evade you. Hello there, Mr. Ceiling. I am Sir Bertrand McGuffingham, and who who has the pleasure of making my acquaintance? Uh, You know, this level of silent treatment is really quite rude. Uh, How is it connected to the ceiling? Effectively, it is a double-hinged joint, and so it sort of zigzags up. Yeah. and there are sort of cabling and things running down it and the lens appears to be struggling to focus because you're holding it way too close to your face so it sort of it isn't struggling against you but the lens is ah but he like puts it so it's straight over his mouth and goes ah right into it it, it continues doing that Bertie pokes it. Leave, leave the ceiling alone. It just Another one to... comes down. It appears to be of a similar but not identical construction and is now examining Bertie from a different angle. Uh, can Bertie see that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> not being stealthy in so any way. Do we think that whoever did this is watching us through those? Or do you yeah, think the look. ceiling did this itself? Okay. Like, Mr. Ceiling might be our most dangerous foe yet. As Bert, Bertie yeah. grabs the other one that's come down behind it in his right hand and puts them together and says, Mr. Ceiling, meet Mr. Ceiling. A third arm starts coming down. This one has a needle on the end. Again, it is moving slowly and it's not being stealthy, Uh, but it does appear to be moving directly at it. Acid splash, range touch attack. Uh, Please do so. I probably miss because I rolled a three, which gives me an attack of seven. You miss, but you do hit a bunch of apparatus in the ceiling. It stops retracts, another thing comes down. It appears to be something akin to a microscope, given that the two wider angles appear to be occupied. And it comes down and begins examining Hamid. It just approaching slowly, just... Uh, guys, I think maybe we could... What we could do is uh, get it. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, gonna... be not in this place. Uh, I've got... Zoxalates. Zoxalates. do you want to give me... Yeah, I'll see if... Right. You, want, you want to try them now, or should we like get out of here, and then you can put them on? Legs might be useful for me getting out of here. We can, we can, we can, right, okay, just be, just, be quick. Look, the, look the whole bes- ceiling is looking at us. I, I make eye contact with the thing that's pointing at me and I say, what you did, I don't normally approve of this sort of thing, but we're going to drown you in a bucket. I mean, you might have saved your life, Hamid. Probably don't drink yeah. or breathe or, you know, it's a robot. Go rusty, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to try to put these legs on. I don't know if I'm going to understand that, but I'm just going to poke them at the sockets. Nothing happens. It isn't a case of like there is a sort of male socket, female socket, just plug them in, done. There's a large amount of what looks to be quite delicate 
sort of points of contact between the two. It's ah. very complex. It doesn't look like something you can just smash together. It looks like it would take a lot of work to put together. All right, carrying might be an option. So cast your cast your, your disc and yeah. we can push you out of it. How long did it take you to get down here, Percy? Uh, five or ten minutes, so you can get out in that sort of time. All right, probably got enough then. Might have to carry me the last bit of the way, and I'll cast the disc and climb onto it. Mm-hmm. Sasha will push you out. Sasha, the second that you move, mm-hmm. suddenly you just lose all coordination and fall prone. Mm-hmm. So you were all right moving at the very gentle searching pace, mm-hmm. but the second you were like, right, I'm going to move, you're prone, and it's just like your legs just went straight out from under you, and your heart rate suddenly spikes. Zolf, Zolf, you didn't put my organs back right. Yeah, Zolf, I did. Zolf, I'm, I'm in the Just wrong order. Calm I'm down. in the wrong order. Calm down. I'm in the Get hold of stepping stone. What? I'm going to grab her mm-hmm. and try and heft her up. You can stand quite easily. Stand up then. Just get on here and someone else push. Uh, stand next to the stone. Try pushing it again. Bertie says, Dave, Steve, get in here. I've got some heavy lifting for you. It's, it's really heroic heavy lifting. Moving slowly, Sasha. Mm. You seem all right again. You seem to be having no trouble. Mm. Bertie, there is no reply to your call. What? Steve? Oh, God, they're probably just laying hands on each other again. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a big, big storing up of jokes in you, hasn't there, Jim? It's like a dam bursting. <laughs> I tell them not to do that. They'll go blind. <laughs> Steve! But then they'll fix it again. They'll fix it again. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is that the paladins fix it again by putting their hands over their eyes and then, then they think they don't exist anymore. They think it's night. <laughs> Fall asleep like a falcon. Uh, Steve, Dave, what are you, what are you doing? What? Are you, what? There's nothing. Right, you get All of you give me perception checks. No, I can't. Uh, oh, natural 20 for Bertie on a perception check. Oh, yeah. 14 for Sasha. Still 19 in total. Bertie's still in hero, man, isn't he? Yeah. 22 and uh, 23 for me. What did you get, Sasha? 14. Everyone apart from Sasha hear the sound of receding metal footsteps. Two of them. Two, two sets or two? Two sets, sorry. I'll go to the door and stick my head out. You can't see anyone, but it looks like the sound is coming from just around a corner of a corridor. Hello? Is anyone there? There's no response. Looking out into the corridor for the first time, you see that much like the interior, lit electrically, there are bulbs as opposed to strip lighting, and they are very regularly set out, and the walls appear mostly um, metallic with a white finish. Occasionally you'll see a little bit of what looks like worked stone has been sort of worked in together. Does Hamid have uh, Detect Magic still active and would that be helpful for tracking down the Paladins who are probably a bit magic-y? It only lasts three minutes, so and I'm assuming not. also right. can't see through a certain amount of substances, so, so I have to be it's, it's, it's not like X-ray yeah. vision, uh, okay. which is a thing, but yeah. not at this level. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Slowly pushing Zolf out the door. Okay. Which Going slowly, Sasha, mm-hmm. you're all right. So moving slowly, it seems all right. It's just when you were trying to move at you know full pace, mm-hmm. you just you just completely lost your balance. But, but at, at a walking pace, you're fine. Mm. They were pumping chemicals into you. I imagine it will take a while for them to work out. Who, who's they? Who's what, they? Mr. Ceiling. What? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a legitimate explanation. That's the name now. That's the name now. It's been established. So Dave, Dave oh, Steve, Steve, and Mr. Mr. Ceiling. Mr. Ceiling, our old nemesis. <laughs> we meet again. You see in what? a ceiling. <laughs> It took quite some time to track you down. Um, now we're in space, where all of the walls are a ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens, see how much easier it is when you just delegate naming to somebody who's got a real gift for it. Well, I, I did that and I ended up with Figgis last time. Oh, I, so. I love Figgis. Figgis is my favourite. Everyone loves Figgis, right. Uh, I'm 
still on a single hit point, <laughs> so I'm going to drink a healing potion. Go for it. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. You, you, did, you you miss? did you miss? Did you miss your hand? <laughs> I rolled a one. You heal miss the ceiling. He's yeah. got, he's got a it drinking problem now. It splashes on the floor, <laughs> and the ceiling shivers. So, it's a, I, I, to be fair, I've tripled my number of hit points. Hey. Impressive. Was on one. I'm on three. A 300% wow. increase in hit points is not 200% to be... 200% increase. That's good maths, yes. Slow down, champ. <laughs> Push right, chaps. Well, it appears a pattern of the scarpet. Presumably, there was somebody down the corridor uh, who needed to hear the good news. As, Their Lord as, Apollo was. Well, as, as, as stupid as they may be, um, we are still in the catacombs. And, like, we, we, you said you were deep underground, right? We are very deep underground. Yeah, yes. so it's still potentially dangerous. So we should yes, let's get moving. Let's yeah. get moving now, shall we? Yes. Sasha is going to be pushing Zolf as far as she can behind with Bertie up front. As a speed thing, the second that you're moving faster than a walk, you just lose all balance again. So it just uh, keeps walking very slowly. Okay, so you, you proceed. Following behind Bertie, who's leading the way. Yeah. Yeah. You encounter no problems. You head down the corridor, take a right, it's empty. There's the distant sound of um, machinery at the very, very far end of that corridor, but it's quite long. It looks like, by the way, that someone has done an enormous amount of construction work on the catacombs and rendered them into something usable, something functional and efficient. Mm -hmm. Taking a right, a left. It's, it's, it's vaguely complex, but very coherent. Uh, but how, how did you know where we were? You said Oscar Wilde. How does Oscar Wilde know where we are? Oscar Wilde? Uh, well, you'd have to ask him. I would very much like to see him in person and pump him thoroughly on this matter. He guided me along the corridors. Mm, uh, it was like a, a voice stuck in my helmet. Take one step forward, one step left, side step left. Side. It was a real Sounds nightmare. Like a nightmare. No! <laughs> For a while, I thought I had my headset on the wrong way around. It was <laughs> very difficult. You hear that the footsteps that you were hearing earlier are clearly heading in exactly the same direction that you are. Eventually, you reach a stairwell, <laughs> but the floating disc is okay with the stairwell. Well, I have to recast it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I haven't had a chance to meditate or pray, um, so I don't have any of my. Oh, actually, no, this is a supernatural ability that happens like once a day. So. Have I been refreshed? I don't know. Yes. But yeah, cool. Okay, so it's been more than a day. Um, in which case, I have enough. Have my spell slots refreshed? Yes. Uh, might I suggest, Mr. Smith, as we progress in an orderly fashion towards the exit, that you do your best to heal these nice young people? Right. Sure. Good plan. As you are heading to the stairwell. And we're following the sound of the paladins. Fa following the sound of the footsteps, yeah. presumably the paladins. Okay. As you reach the stairwell. You see, in the stairwell, heading down below you, the two paladins walking side by side, at a gentle pace, just walking away, downwards. Steve! Dave! There's no response. As Bertie asked, I will... Um, do I still have my holy symbol? Yes. Good. I will um, grab hold of that, wisp something, and channel positive energy. Uh, so, And I will heal everyone for... Uh, nine points of damage. I'm still Yay. fine. <laughs> in addition to that... Suddenly there is some sparking from the wall beside you and it appears like some kind of cable or something has overloaded on the wall on your left hand side right next to you. It just You notice that it burns out for the exact range of your channel positive energy. Ah, right. You meant in necromancy, didn't you? Uh, yes, I, I right. saw some This is, uh, magic. this place uh, is running on negative energy. Okay. Where, where, where are the paladins going? Good question. Steve, Dave, uh, Bertie jogs to catch up with them. You catch up quite easily. Um, and taps, uh, let's say Steve, taps Steve on the shoulder. Uh, Stefan, he uh, <laughs> keeps walking. Steve, fine, Stefan. She keeps walking. They eventually I'm sorry reach... for not calling you by your stupid name. They eventually reach a new floor and I start opening a door to leave. I trot after mm -hmm. um, and cast Tech Magic again. Okay. 
you see that there is presumably you concentrate on it to detect as much as you can. Yep. Yeah. It's of the enchantment school. A compulsion effect. Probably mind affecting, just throwing that out Bertie, there. Bertie, so someone's done something to their, their their thoughts. They're under a spell. Bertie grabs Steve by the shoulders and just shakes him bodily. He stops as he's being shaken. The other one carries on walking and he just stands there, staring straight ahead. He has a faint smile. <laughs> so they're normal expression. Then. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, He's really, really handsome, but, you know, it's a good smile. OK, fair enough. Bertie does, uh, you know that thing where you put your, so you're facing somebody, you put your leg um, like around their legs so that it's then like a tripping thing. Yep. You can then push them back over and mm-hmm. they fall over. Yeah, Bertie does that with Steve. He falls over onto his back, takes a moment. He doesn't fall heavily. Like he's, yeah, He yeah. is wearing armour, so it, it, there's a clang. He then carefully just gets up, still with a smile, and starts stepping around you to carry on in the direction. Bertie. Which way are they heading? Yeah, which way are they heading? Still heading in the direction that you came in, Bertie. So still heading, heading down those stairs, and mm-hmm. you've already head down a couple of levels to catch up okay. with them, and they are now heading out through a set of double doors at the stairwell. Uh, so uh, Bertie continues to follow the paladins and just, just takes takes the odd opportunity just to just like flick the back of their ears, <laughs> just give them a bit of a shove. I'll walk back to the the two behind and just be like, "That's really weird, right? Why has someone cast a spell on the paladins? Because they wanted to get us alone." Yeah, and what if the last like. I don't few know. hours or days or however long it's yeah. been has not been weird. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. If, something normal, if, if something normal happened, then I'd get right. freaked. I'm currently done with investigating, all right? I'm going to yeah. get out, I'm going to have a night's sleep, try and find a way to get mobility back yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, Bertie's slightly out of hero range of this conversation, I think. Um, Dave gets um, a slap on the bottom just to encourage him along. There's a clang. Yep. Uh, they, like, they, yeah. don't, they don't react <laughs> they at all. Don't know. You're finally on the same level that you entered in. Mm-hmm. The corridors start being more stone than steel. A voice, as if from nowhere, appears equally loudly to all of you. Please don't leave. What? Leave. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah uh, like what? What was that? Did you hear that? Did you Just hear that? Uh, say it loud. Leave. Right, okay, all right, let's, let's be doing that. I, I like mean that you plan. no harm. <laughs> but Leave. what about my organs? Leave. Right, continue pushing Zolf out. Bertie continues to kind of you know, jostle the paladins forward. I can still fix you. We'll, we'll come back. What are you promising to fix? The fact that I'm falling over? With, with fire. Is this a male or female voice? Very hard to tell. Who are you? I'm not sure you're ready to hear that yet. Right, bye. Uh, well, I think on balance I'll probably be fine. Go on, try me. I'm not sure you're ready to hear that yet. I think on balance I'm probably going to be fine. Why not try me? They're in a logic loop. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'll show you. See, I won. Uh, uh, like, let's, so, let's keep moving towards the exit, shall yeah, we? We're, yeah. we're prob- so me pushing Zolf very slowly uh, behind... You and the paladins yeah. by quite a way. Oh, we're, we're still moving along. Like Bertie's still jotting these because a couple of mind control paladins, etc. Yeah, that's a bit creepy. So mm. push, push, push. How close are we to the actual exit? Exit. A couple of hundred feet. Okay. The voice calls out again. I fix Sasha. If you wait a moment, I can fix your legs too, Zolf. How does it know what our names were? What? How? How does it know that? How does it know what our names are? Did it read our minds? I mean, Did you no know harm. Oh, dear. Yeah. I saw how you left, Sasha. Don't believe you. The work wasn't finished, but you did an excellent job, Zolf. Do you have... No, 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 we're leaving. I mean, if, if, they, can, if they could give you nice 
good legs. I mean, those are proper. No I appraise those. I legs. know what your power network is running off of. You're very lucky to have a friend like Zolf, oh, Sasha. Just shut up. Leave. Oh, okay, right. Uh, you, you know what's best, but I mean, if they could make your legs, that might. I be don't nice care. Way. I don't want anything from the whatever the this is. Mr. Ceiling. Yeah. All right. Let's just push you out there. I try and speed up during which I assume I lose my balance. What okay. is your real name? Hmm? I suppose it's Mr. Ceiling. Good, you see, I was correct. <laughs> there we are. Excellent. What um, have you done to these guys? What have you done to Steve and Dave? I've asked them to leave. Don't worry, they'll be very happy. Yeah, they're very happy anyway, and I, they, I'm not sure they understand sad. It's a long, tricky word for them. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave. I'd like to talk. Well, what's this? Is it a conversation or a steam locomotive? Come on. But he's got snappy while he's been away. Why are you people down here? Well, I was sent here to rescue these three hmm? on a noble, heroic quest. You know, the idea, maybe it'll be written down in some elevated tome, hmm? read Sasha, from aloud. But he continues with all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. In the background. Yeah. You're very lucky to have I a friend like Bertie. This is an excellent material for a statue. You know, I'm thinking of something. Maybe I'm in a chariot. Maybe the chariot is in a chariot. Bronze has a weak tensile strength. It would be unsuitable for a chariot. You're right. Titanium. I could have a titanium statue. Mm. So you eventually make it. Presumably the conversation carries yeah. on. Sasha has fallen down because mm -hmm. she was trying to go faster. Yeah. Um, does that still continue after I've been healed? Yes, although it's not like you're in pain. Yeah. The best description I can say is that you, your legs just get away from you. What, what are you doing? Like, why, why have you made it so I can't do anything? What's, what have you done to me? I'm like, sorry, the Sasha. Kidneys? There'll be an adjustment period. You were dead. What? What? Hang on. Wait, what? No, I wasn't. I woke up. See, clearly. I mean you no harm. When there will you... be an adjustment period. When... What did you do? I Why did you kill her. me? You're fixed. Right. There will be an adjustment period. Just shut up. Just sorry. Let's... We're just we're we're going. Maybe we'll come back if you're nice to us. What did you say it was running on, Zolf? Negative energy. Is that a bad thing? Yes. Yes. If you leave, I might have to change your memories. I don't want to change your memories. Well, I don't want that happening Let's... again. Talk. They will be good memories. Shut up. N don't shut up. Just... What would you like me to do, Zolf? What do you want? I would like to talk. Who are you? Mr. Ceiling, I suppose. What's your... Come on, Mr. Smith, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you show yourself? I think it would be best if you have a moment to adjust. No. We... Look, we've been through a lot, all right? We're prepared to put up with whatever weird stuff you're going to reveal, whatever's going to happen, fine. Just get it over with. None of this suspense rubbish. Wait, well, one moment, Mr. Smith. I have an idea. And at this point, are we by the doorway? Yeah, you're, you're, okay. you're maybe 50 feet from the entrance. Okay, so Bertie's plan is to go up to the doorway and shove one of the paladins through it and to then talk to the paladin on the other side. You of the can doorway. see from here that the two paladins who were on the other side of that doorway, who yeah. were sort of stood there, they're apparently gone. Right. Ah, now I had two more of these, uh, Graham. 
John. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, James. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what's Graham the anglicisation of? It might have just been something that he couldn't pronounce. Yeah, something completely. Like Jean, obviously. <laughs> but what is Graham? What's the Frenchest name you can think of? Guillaume. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm afraid that Graham and John yeah. apparently have left. Again, the voice. I'll make sure they get to the top okay. Mm. I, I mean, it sounds quite nice. No, look, all right. Huddle, all right? I'm already standing yeah, right, right next to you. That's just, that leans, leans down. That's it, really. All right. Memory editing. It's where you sort of change the memories of a person. I thought that might happen. But you know, the thing's what happened. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Seems logical. Yeah. So, so like, do you think that we really encountered a tentacle monster, or that was just a nightmare? I'd like to think it was just a nightmare. Do I mean, I have no memory of encountering a tentacle monster whatsoever. You weren't there. Oh, that'll be why then. If you would it? like to see it, I can show you the way. No, no, thank you. No, that'll be fine. Right. Okay, so, Hamid. I don't know our names. Mind control. Come on. Memory editing. My, I don't know our names. My name's monogrammed into all my clothing. Or that, maybe. So, so that you I'm can sorry fight about, about your shirt, Hamid. That's okay. You know, maybe it's stitched into Bertie's underpants. <laughs> what, Hamid? I think we're <laughs> the same size, Mr. Smith. <laughs> What's wrong with you at the moment? Obviously, I'm having a bit of trouble adjusting. Yeah. Um, what, what? But I'm I'm okay. But what you did to Zolf is not okay. And what have you done to Sasha? Why don't you explain this enhancement? This are you aware fixing? of the you idea did. of consent? What is consent? Yeah, I didn't think so. Did I ask you to take my other leg off? No. Did Sasha ask you to remove her organs? She could not. She was dead. I was what? Are you in pain, Sasha? Am I? No. Good. Please let me know if that changes. Wait, is it likely to? No, but I just don't want you in pain. Right, decision time. So Bertie, now he uh, picks up uh, Steve by the scruff of the neck. Unless you have been holding them back, they will have just walked oh, out in this time. Them. I've been holding on to them. That's fine. They've been not forcefully just trying to remove your hand the whole yeah, time. that's fine. Bertie is angled by the door. He is holding Dave by the arm mm-hmm. so that he's secured on the correct side of the door, same side of the door we are. And Steve, he's just literally shoved Steve through the door, but is still holding him, so he's... Bertie's arm that is holding Steve is over sure. the threshold. Steve sort of stumbles, right, and then tries to remove your arm from... So, and then Bertie then turns uh, Steve's head to him and says, Steve, Steve, I'm paying attention. Any, any answer? Nothing. Knowledge Arcana. Uh, 13. It's... Till the command is done. You know that if they are under the effect that you believe they are under, yes, it will continue until the effect is complete and then it will cease. Yeah. Uh, that's not how it works. They'll carry out the instruction. Or it can time out depending on how strong the effect was. Or it can time out depending on how <laughs> I'm going to imagine, because of all of this, gesturing at myself, pretty powerful. So, uh, so I'm bother hanging on to them then, or should we just let them go? Uh, do you know the way back? Yes. Right, well, yeah, fine. Leave. If you'd like, I can show you now. I think you've had some adjustment time. Right. Show us what? Who... Oh, it's the tentacle monster, isn't it? I'm going to bear the tentacle monster. Guys, you do not want to see this if this is the tentacle monster. At the other end of the corridor. It's more mouth than tentacle, really. It's a mouth monster, not a tentacle monster. moves into view. Oh, it's not. It's about the size of a football. (laughs) It's not the tentacle monster. It moves at walking pace towards you at a completely fixed flight. Its manoeuvrability is presumably perfect because it's moving as if on rails. I slowly raise my hand 
curl three of my fingers, point, <laughs> pointing at it in readiness. Making what I'd like to call the pew-pew. Pew-pew-pew-pew-pew. <laughs> Actually looks a lot less terrifying than I was expecting. It approaches and continues to do so unless anyone does anything otherwise. Firstly, let's go to the paladins and he draws his sword. The paladins just start walking off through the mm. cave system. All right, all Mr. Ceiling. Comes close. I like having a name. If you'd like to follow me, I can introduce you to me. Yeah, go on then. And I think we'll end the episode there. <sighs> Ooh, I'm a terrible person. But yes. we admire his <laughs> <laughs> So, anyone have any ideas? Any clues? Any thoughts? This is Portal, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was Going getting Portal, portal. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. God, if I could get the rights to the cake song. <laughs> if I could get the rights, I would. Yeah, Jonathan Colton might be a bit chilled out. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a listener. Yeah. We'll have to find out. Well, tune in next week and hopefully we'll find out a bit more about what's going on. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. myself up again uh, and slip my sleeves back on mm-hmm. and I'm wearing uh, my normal clothes but in much more muted colours and patterns <laughs> than normal. Everything is as it should be. Yeah. It's in morning garb. Not um, quite. I haven't gone full out morning. <laughs> you still look like he's I'm Beverly definitely... Hills 90210 or something. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm not some sort of preppy. I'm a well-dressed gentleman. All right. Yeah, for, the, for the listeners at home, James is saying as well, dressed in a waistcoat, a shiny waistcoat and a silk tie. I've never known James to be anything less than formal on his top half. Okay, <laughs> James, yeah. Yes. yeah, I've got an extremely over-familiar lower half. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. You know what's better than one opposable thumb? Four opposable thumbs and no fingers! Yeah. So it's quite alien in its design. Wait, what are they all opposing? Each other! <laughs> 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 You also pose a bull, right? We could take against them, but no, we're going to have dip- diplomatic relationships <laughs> between all of the digits. It's more of a detente arm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. It isn't a case of like there is a sort of male socket, female socket, just plug them in, done. It's it really works. complicated. Yep. Don't, don't assign roles to sockets, yeah. Alex. <laughs> Oh, sorry. They can meet together in whatever configuration God, they want. He's such the problem, what isn't is he? he? He like, is the man, is, you know? It's weird. Like, my, 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 my gender politics and my sound engineering side are now at war with one another. <laughs> and I'm, I'm struggling to speak. Well, I say a whole load. There's just these, really. There's lots so, more on the ceiling. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we're not human limbs. Oh, right. right. Yeah, I mean... So really, I looked up to say that. I love in audio, there. yeah, in audio. Yeah. And I also, everyone I also everyone looks up, looks up <laughs> apart from Bertie, who's just looking at his sheet, i.e. a scalpel going, mm. <laughs> Welcome to the theatre of the mind. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. (laughs) 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.